0: This is where we live Um, you know when you're up against it you're up against it and so um, I'm excited about attacking it this week with these
1: guys
2: this is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio
3: now we're letting it roll on a fat guy Friday we are rolling right up into Green Bay Absolutely. I'm excited about it. Max Starks, yeah. Craig Wolfley. We got the Ninjas. We're in the locker room. I saw the Godfather walking into the control room there. He gave me the big the frown, you know. But we got the wave, so we're good. All right. Just want to make furl. sure. The yeah. furl. Stan has a good furl. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. So all's well on a Fat Guy Friday here as we just roll on through the weekend. And certainly one of the things we want to do is get to the calls. And we got Big John in Texas. And Big John, you're in the locker room. We got Big John.
2: Yeah. Oh, where's?
3: It's John? coming. It's coming. There we go. Big John, you there, buddy? Yes,
4: sir. Good
3: morning. How y'all doing? We're doing great. You know, I have We're problems. There's buttons in these in these rooms here, and and I love to push buttons. You know, they got different colors, <laughs> and they it's kind of like a moth hey. to flame. I see it, like, oh, I got to push that. So, Big John, what do you got for us?
4: Nothing. I'm just, uh, just kind of uh, being optimistic. You know, it's only the third game. You know, I've heard you all week talking about it. it takes six weeks to kind of mesh with the offensive line with the new guys on there, and it's just kind of a uh, uh, just scratching my head. Like, hey, Ben's been with us since 2004, and we've, we've we've benefited from his play, and everybody's all right. Well, let's put in our backups. Well, apparently. I don't have too much confidence in the backups right now, but we all figure, hey, it starts with the line, so I don't care who you put back there. You know, they're going to be running around and still trying to move the ball. But, hey, I'm optimistic. I think we'll go in there, eat some cheese, and come out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, with a victory, I'm, I'm looking out for a victory. I'm just I'm just that optimistic. With TJ playing and, you know, a couple other guys, you know, banged up. You know, this is still the team that beat the the Bills, and the Bills are... You know, just you know, play two teams already since they've lost, and they beat them by like 20 points or more. So, I'm still, you know, Steeler black and gold, and I think we're gonna, you know, put a better, get a better, company, and and I, I'm, I'm just ready to go. I mean, y'all, I don't know what y'all did to uh, to the airwaves today, but I'm feeling like y'all, listen, we're ready go. You know, let's
1: do this, big
3: guys. That's what we want, baby. (laughs) This is how it's done. You got to get your Steelers Nation mojo rolling because we got to go into it. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I got a nice plate of cheese curds I'm going to have tonight while I'm sitting around relaxing, going over my stuff, getting ready for the weekend. But cheese curds is on the plate because we got to eat up them Packers. Yes no sir. question about yes it,
2: sir. and I, I, and Wolf, make sure you save some. So you don't get too backed up so that we can actually have some Saturday night too. Okay, don't don't overdo it. All right. Don't overdo it. Le- As they say, leave room for Jesus. Okay, uh, I <laughs> don't go stuff on the he, cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, he's, he'll
4: he'll be he'll be on our side come Sunday, so we'll be all right. Yeah. and ready to go. And hey, y'all be safe, Stay travels, and uh, like I said. I'll take one for our, uh, C.R. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Well, very good. We Thank go. you, Big
3: John. Appreciate you coming Thanks, in. Big John. And I like the way you just segued into our next caller because our next caller is the infamous <laughs> C.R. or famous because, I, as I like to say, when you say infamous, it means better than famous. All right? C.R. Yeah. from Chicago. Yeah. C.R., welcome to the locker room, brother. We there, Bye. C.R.? Okay. One more time. Is CR still there? Or did we lose CR? Oh, that's a bummer because we had a nice – we just rolled onto it. All right, let's go to I Juan know. in Charleston. Juan, how you doing, buddy? You're in the locker room.
5: Hey. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing?
3: We're doing fabulous. We're fired up.
5: <laughs> I nice. Okay, well, I see you had a lot of caffeine this morning. you
3: ready? You ready to go. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. There is something wonderful about caffeine. Think about this. You know, if you were like a prehistoric dude and you got to go out and hunt, I don't know, a woolly mammoth or, you know, a, a, a saber-toothed tiger, get Zooks, man. How do you do that without coffee? I don't you know. I mean, it just it doesn't happen. It obviously would have to be an afternoon hunt. But you got to get your yeah. mojo rolling early and the only way to do that is with some good caffeine. And we are calf- we are well caffeinated, are we not Max?
2: Yes, we are well caffeinated today. We're we're going to hunt the I... woolly mammoth or a woolly packer. <laughs> I don't know what A woolly packer.
5: It. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, shout out to the guy Dirty Dozen, and um, I'm with Big John, man. Hey, I believe Black and Gold. I think we're going to go out there. I think we're going to upset these guys. A lot of people picking Green Bay. I think, I think we're going to go out there and upset them. Like we like what happened a week 1? Everybody picked Buffalo, and what happened? We going to Buffalo upset them. So, what you guys got to say?
3: Max, go ahead, brother. You've been that's, yapping that's, away here. Uh,
2: let's see. Let, let's go. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, if it's three, give me three. Uh, exactly. I mean, I, I think I think that's kind of where we're at. I mean, after the film study that Wolf and I have done, and we're going to do some more, obviously leading up to the game on Sunday, but I don't see anything where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, the Death Star is charging and it, and it's going to blow up the Steeler planet, right? I, I don't see that type of play. Like, yes, they're good and yes, they've won their last couple of games, but it has been a tough sledding game it hasn't been one of those it's just been oh we've outclassed them the entire game you know and so the steelers have just been sluggish right it's it's one or two things here there and 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 everywhere it seems like and then when you couple that with and i feel like just right now the momentum is starting to build right their backs are against the wall the chips has been placed on the shoulder And this is just a rough and rugged team. It's like some people just need that catalyst, right? You know, you just have to talk down to them and get them in a mental state where they're just pissed off the entire time. And that's the reaction I'm starting to feel is that this is what they want. They want this type of deal. You know, hey, okay, say I can't do it. Please tell me one more time I can't do it. (laughs) Tell me I'm too old if I'm Ben Roethlisberger. Tell me I'm washed up. I want to hear those things. It gives me energy. Tell me we're not good enough. And then now I'm going to show you how good we are and against a quality opponent on a big stage, afternoon primetime, and we have the right opponent in that moment that gets the juices flowing. So I feel good about it as well, Juan.
3: No question, Juan. Everything Max said, I second. It's just about right now locking and loading. You got your boys. You all ride into Green Bay, and you've got to stay focused. This is a big moment. This is possibly a turning point moment for the season. So hopefully – it all comes together.
5: Yeah, I agree with you guys. And let's not forget, a lot of people tend to forget we have the hardest schedule in the league this year. So let's not forget about that either.
3: No, that's very true. We do have the hardest schedule. It makes the the, the sledding a little bit rougher. But look at this is this is what the NFL is. Nobody's got a really an easy schedule. I mean. Each and every game is an opportunity to to nail a hide to the wall or have your hide nailed to the wall. That's just the way it is, you know? So I look at this. This is, again, one of those big moments, and I love those big moments. That's what you live for as a competitor. If you have a true competitive spirit, you got an eye on Green Bay at Lambeau at 425, and everything about you says, man, I can't wait to get out there because this is a great opportunity.
5: Yeah, like like the movie, like the movie said. Any given Sunday, anybody can win. It doesn't matter.
3: That's right. Get out your yes. cheese curds, baby. Get ready for a Big right. Sunday. Some,
2: All right, some guys. Brats. You guys have
3: a, yeah, brats. Guys I forgot. A, can't forget <laughs> the
2: brats. Hey Wolf, hey, Wolf
5: don't yeah. eat
3: too
2: much. Don't
5: forget we have. Uh, oh, Juan, quit
3: Wednesday being a
2: killjoy, time. will you? Hey, 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 hey! This is a celebration. We're not—you don't gain weight on celebration days, Juan. <laughs> That's great. Oh my
3: heavens! What have we created here, Max? We got yeah, exactly. weigh-in Wednesdays, and now we're being—we're being like uh, ridiculed here, right? We're yeah, being- yeah, we're like
2: kids. We're like kids on the air getting reprimanded by parents. I mean, come on. It's Friday. I'm allowed to stay up late, Ma. Hey, I'll
5: let you guys get a pass. I'd rather I do it like that than have a cheeseburger Monday.
3: Uh, yeah, hey, hey, here's see? The deal. Exactly. Okay. Here's the <laughs> yeah. deal. If the Steelers win, we get a victory Wednesday, which means there's no yes. weigh-ins. There you go. There now we, we got. got something I to like go I like it. With. I
2: like it. We're putting something on the line here. I love it. Yeah, there it is. No way in Wednesday. It's Victory Wednesday. Talk, Juan, if we win. Okay.
3: Well, this right. is too funny. Oh, thank you, All Juan. Right, Appreciate I'll you, it, brother. I let that one. I let that one slide. We're <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, beautiful. There we go. All right. All thanks guys, so much, y'all, Juan. Y'all, Appreciate y'all you checking a, in. Y'all have a safe, safe trip. Enjoy the game, and I'll talk to you guys Monday. Absolutely. All right, sounds good, Watt. Thank you so much. All, all right. right, one of the things we got to talk about, Max, is you know with, when you get T.J. Watt back in the lineup. All right, statistically, you've got the pressure uh, percentage goes up. All right, that's the number of times you overall you, you you pressurize the pocket, and you do so when T.J. Watts in the lineup. When T.J.'s Watt is in the lineup, the quarterback's completion percentage goes down. Right, be all right, and his quarterback rating goes down too because this guy is that significant. He creates that clock in the head, right? When I was I was talking on uh, Steelers yesterday on the dot com thing. There's a tick tock, tick tock. T.J. Watt is coming. Better get throw the ball. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. the type of thing that bugaboo he puts in quarterbacks' heads. I'm sure Alex Highsmith is a guy that you know he's coming along, but it's T.J. Watt they know. This guy's in the lineup. I got to get rid of that ball.
2: Well, it's called force flow, right? (laughs) That's what force flow. Okay, I like this new term. He creates force flow because when TJ is on one side, he forces the flow in the opposite direction. (laughs) If you're a quarterback, gotcha. (laughs) All right, now that makes sense, right? And now you get Cam Hayward in the middle. Now you get Alex Highsmith, Melvin Ingram, who now are benefactors. From the force flow that TJ creates. And that's when you have problems. That's when you talk about the shrinking pocket. Everything right. kind of collapses in on you like a black hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's what you want. And that's what TJ creates. That's why the ratings go down, right? Because you're worried. You're getting moved off of your spot. And when you, and when you throw the ball faster and a guy is not ready or out of his break or that's he's in right. tight coverage, rating goes down. Right. So – that is what TJ is considered. TJ is the force flow conductor. That's what I that, that that's what I've now created. I force like that. Way FNC. to go! <laughs> yeah. yeah, Hey, we listen, listen. The caffeine is making the the It's all go coming right together
3: now. now. I love when a plan yeah. comes together. <laughs> exactly.
2: You know, I I think that's and so that's why you need him in there. If it's not for the mental state or the mentality, right? It's for the production that it creates because of his disruption. So that's why it's important. That's when when you see a FP next to his name when you're reading the injury report. Right, that's a good thing for the Steelers, bad thing for opponents.
3: That's a huge thing for the Steelers, <laughs> and a bad, yes. a huge bad thing for the yeah. opponents. Huge bads. It's huge, huge as bads. all around. Uh, yeah, we got. We <laughs> let's huge see. Bads. Huge bad. HB. <laughs> HPT <laughs> A- Huge bad things for the opponent. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, All right, yeah, here we go. We got to go to break. We'll be back with more in the locker room Wolf Starks and the Ninjas. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together,
0: don't we, Isn't that nice?
3: I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really Feel of myself slipping more and more ways That
5: super world of my own. Nobody
3: but you and, and me. We've got it together, baby.
2: This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and
3: Steelers Nation Radio. Oh my goodness! If you could see Max, he is jamming in Phoenix. My shining star! He is absolutely lighting it up. And you, yeah, you're just enjoying yourself, Don Max. What a great morning! Here you are, full of energy, even though you're what three hours behind us, but you're full yeah. of energy, a little berry white, and you are like dancing all over your office.
2: L- listen, you know, first I-, I do have to say, even though we took we-, we were taking callers last night, I had I had to raise a question on on the Bachman Turner Overdrive being played because there's only one slight, maybe rotund guy in that group right you know, but all of them had skinny jeans so that's why i was like i was like he literally had to have the minimum requirement like okay you got to be over 245 he's like 246 so that was my i was like he's not really fat he,
3: well he did undergo weight loss at a period of time you know at his okay. height yeah okay randy yeah. bachman was was he was a chubby hubby yeah <laughs> okay i mean yeah you okay. know yeah. that's that's like me i'm yeah. a chubby hubby but i you know what i'm good with that I'm okay with yeah, that. i okay. I
2: guess for me, I didn't know the Chubby Hubby days. Like, I didn't, I didn't have that picture. I was like, they weren't really that big. I was like, they were wearing a lot of tight-fitting clothing. So, so I'm glad you cleared that up for me because I was like, how did, how did that submission make it? But thank you. Randy Bachman does qualify in the Chubby Hubby
3: club. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And but okay. remember, they also got to be a lead singer on Friday. All right. Yes. You just get yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to be, in be in the out background. there. You got to shake it in front of the ladies and all that stuff, and be, you know, uh, what you know, what whatever fat guy ascribes to be. You don't want to be out there front. Now nah, you don't really, because if so you're, you're, in you're the... saying
2: the phrase needs to be, it must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's the requirement. <laughs>
3: I think you're right on, buddy. All right, we got some more phone calls. The number is four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Fry Guy in Iowa. Fry Guy, you're in the locker room with Wolf, Starks, and the ninjas. Hey, guys.
6: Can you hear me okay?
3: We got you. You're doing good. Okay.
6: Well, first of all, this is like the first time I've called since you lost Tunch. Uh, you know, we all miss him. Yes. I, I remember I've called you guys a couple times in the past. And uh, yes. I, the first time I talked to you guys, I, Tunch, I felt like yeah, we were best friends after the first call. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he's just a really – I never met him in person, but a super nice guy. Terrific. But anyway, Max, I want to welcome you to the locker room. And uh, I just want to go back – I'm going to throw back a little bit. Uh, back in uh, 2004 or five, my son and I were in La Trobe, and we were walking through the line after practice, and Cower and you and a few other players were – Standing there shaking hands randomly with different people. And I remember we were coming up to you, and my son didn't know who you were. And I said, That's next. He goes, Wow, that guy's big.
1: <laughs> and I, uh, I said, Yeah.
6: Well, you know, now he's doing and uh, 190 pounds. So, anyway. Yeah, I'm not as I impressive to him won... now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I also want to let C.R. in Chicago know that, hey, I'm from Iowa. So, Iowa people do call in occasionally. <laughs> and uh, there we go. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Iowa is the other black and gold team with the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, I'm a big Hawkeye that fan. That is true. Okay. And I didn't know if you guys knew this, but when Hayden Fry come to Iowa back in 1979, he wanted to design – the team to be like the Pittsburgh Steelers of the 70s. So he changed their uniform to the black and gold to be just like the Steelers. And uh, that was uh, a very big thing for Iowa back then. We finally had a winning team after like 20 years without making it to a bowl game. But anyway, CR Chicago, we are here.
3: Iowa does (laughs) exist. And
6: I guarantee you there are other listeners out there from Iowa, but they need to speak up.
3: There you and, go. Uh, yeah.
6: And yes. uh, once again, Max, welcome to the locker room. I love to hear you talking. You're, you're, you guys are a lot of fun to talk to. And, you know, the most important thing is it sounds to me like you guys are both God-fearing people, and that's the most important thing we have. So with, uh, that's all I want to say. Amen. I know there's other people who want to call in, but I just want to let you know that, Us Iowa people are listening, and I guess we need to speak up more, don't we?
3: Well, I guess so. But, Fry Guy, before I let you go, my very first plane trip as a freshman at Syracuse University was to Iowa State. We played at Iowa State, okay? All I remember was we flew over a lot of cornfields, and there was huge dragonflies flying around the field. When I was out there, I was like, wow, (laughs) those things are big. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
6: yeah, they were back in those days. That was kind of our our uh, our calling of a drone. You know, nowadays
3: yeah. <laughs> that, now that's a drone good. The drone without the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that is so good, Fry oh, Guy. Thanks for guy calling, awesome. man. That's awesome. Yep. Thanks Thank for you. being here. All right, brother. Take care. The number is four one two nine one nine one three one six. We're still on a roll. We got Doug down in Savannah. Doug, welcome into the locker room.
0: Hey, uh, Greg. Hey, Max. I hope you guys are doing good.
3: Doing good, my friend. How yeah, are we're you? doing good, bud.
0: Uh, much, much better than I deserve.
3: Yeah. <laughs> sounds like somebody else I know. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. sounds uh, blessed.
0: <laughs> I, I missed his uh, birthday. Uh, he has the same birthday as my dad.
3: Mm, tunch, I'm, yes. I
0: was, I was surprised. I was surprised I didn't uh, hear like a Barry Manilow tribute to uh, Tunch <laughs> on that day. But, you know, <laughs> oh,
3: that is so good. All right, I got to fill Max <laughs> in on this because he doesn't know the story. But Tunch was yeah. at Indiana State University. Okay, we, we were talking about the worst – Concert situation we ever fo- found ourselves in, you know? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so here, one of, one of uh, Tunch's buddies, Freddie, they come across a guy on campus. He gives them two tickets. To the Barry Manilow concert, <laughs> they go to Barry Manilow <laughs> together. And it's
2: it's like yes. hilarious. Two grown men. And I and Two I killed him on, <laughs> on it. I just killed him on it. I go, you should
3: have never told me you did. Bet you went to Barry Manilow with one of your buddies. I think it was Freddie. You went with him, uh, you know. And, it, and so that was unmerciful. We just pounded <laughs> yeah. him for oh, that. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh Thanks God. for the memory, Doug. Oh uh,
0: yes, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, my my question is. As um, I believe in practice, practice, practice. Um, And I I really respected Antonio Brown, how hard he worked. Um, Have you guys noticed uh, anything on the offensive line? Uh, Anybody like that that works overtime to improve the craft? Or does a union say, you know, you can't work that long or so?
2: You know, uh, I mean,. uh... It's tough because we don't get access to practice anymore um, with the COVID policy. So it's tough to say what guys are doing. I know from from my experience when I was at practice. This is obviously pre-COVID. This is a couple years ago. Um, a lot of the guys worked once practice was over. A lot of guys stood on you know stood back and kind of did some drills and everything. Um, but it, it's really tough to say right now, um, you know, if guys are really working and what they're working on. Because I have an idea of what they do, but I'm not sure who the bodies are. But I would I would assume if, if Adrian Clemson involved, he's probably said, hey, y'all need to take the extra time. I'm not allowed to be out here, but you can be out here. <laughs> like uh... – it's your free time. so yeah. I don't know exactly what to do just because we're not allowed that access anymore. You know, I, I,
3: well, I've been down there once just you know you, again, the access we used to have is not the same. so but you can see guys stay out, they do some stuff, but they'll also go inside because the facility has some areas that you can work on whatever skills or if you need some extra rehab work or if you are wow. getting your lifting done, which was always hugely important for us yeah. beefeater guys. You know, you go inside, you take care of it there. But, yeah, there. The, see, in my day, we were in pads three days a week, you know. So, I mean, the opportunity right. was, was very much you got your work majorly done through the course of practice. You would stay out after to get some technical stuff like uh, a guy that you – we're going to play against, like when I played against Gary Big Hands Johnson, the guy had a big, huge club with his right hand. So I would have Edmund Nelson or somebody do do you know his type of pass right. rushing moves, and you do that. But some of the other things we used to do, like the 600 section at Three Rivers, if you noticed at the top of the stadium, was very steep. Well, Mike Webster would go up and, and run those steps, and then it was the rest of us having to fall in. But, hey, thanks for the call, Doug. we got to go to break right now, okay? Yes, All right, brother, yes, thank sir. you hey, so say, much. Go ahead. Bye. What's up? Okay, we got to go. Oh, I go. said it before. Thanks, Doug. We got to go. I'm sorry. We're up against <laughs> a hard break. We'll be back with more after this. Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room.
2: is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers
3: Nation Radio. All right, welcome to the final bell lap of In the Locker Room with Max Starks, Greg Wolfley, and, of course, the assorted accoutrement of the uh, ninjas. (laughs) who are always around. You got to watch out for the ninjas. Ninjas will get you, man. If you're not ready, the the ninjas get you.
2: the The ginsus of ninjas. They're good in any situation.
3: <laughs> exactly. Another guy that's very good in any situation, of course, would be the Packers running back, Aaron Jones. And my friend, you take a look at him, the guy's got a career uh, average uh, run of uh, average run of like five yards a carry. I mean, the guy is really very talented, both as a, a running back and a receiver. And that's going to be a, putting a lot of pressure on the Steelers linebackers, Devin Bush and Joe Schobert. I'm looking forward to this matchup. Devin Bush, you know, missed the, the Raiders game, I believe it was. You know, played two out of yeah, three games yeah, week here. Two. He's one of those guys that you, you gotta expect his his knee now is it's it's gotta be in a point where he's feeling real confident on that knee. He's gotta let that great athletic ability and all those physical attributes that made him a tenth a tenth pick in the first round of the draft, uh, it's gotta come to the, the surface. They they're gonna need him big time this weekend.
2: You are absolutely right. if you're talking about you ain't seen nothing yet, right? That was that was that was the lead-in music. Right. I mean, I'm hoping Devin Bush has that on repeat um, <laughs> for this entire week, and that he shows us something that we haven't seen this season, um, and that that is that is having a big game, having a big impact on the overall result defensively for this team, because just as much as we put the pressure on the defensive line for the pass rush, the execution of the pass rush. Devin Bush, what makes him special and what made him a 10th pick in the draft um, was that he could run with tight ends. So Robert Tanyan on notice, middle of the field, cover sideline to sideline, your short underneath stuff, your shallow drags, all of those things. Aaron Jones, that's where he he makes the the biggest hay. And we need him to kind of come into his own in that situation – depending on however the pass rush situation works out right right t.j watt full participant alex highsmith limited right you're still going to have melvin ingram in there however that works out chris wormley cam hayward and company isaiah bugs however that flows through on the front line we need that second line to be strong joe showbert and Devin Bush, because Aaron Jones right now, he's a little depressed on his average yards per rush right now, right? It's below four. He's a career five guy. So that means that the offensive line is having their bugaboos with their two rookies in the interior of their offensive line. So if you're going to attack a soft spot, that's where you're looking, center to right guard, uh, because of the newness of their position. And then Elton Jenkins being out, their left tackle, that's also a concern. So you have – some opportunities to exploit opportunity exploit the, the offensive line. Can they do that? That's going to be the charge. That's going to be the question. Devin Bush is one of the guys that I'm looking at defensively to have this big game because it's ripe for him. There's opportunity there, and the stage is set that if you want to make a name for yourself, if you want to show that you're fully healed and show that you are the Devin Bush that we know you to be, this is that opportunity. This is your chance to plant your flag and say, yep, I'm an elite uh, inside backer.
3: Right. No question about it. One of the things I've always loved about or really admired in Devin was his ability. You know, he, he he's kind of he, – he's one of these guys that uh, he doesn't hide from, you know, if he's not doing so well or something like that. He's, he's right out in front of it. I mean, I remember one time a couple of years ago, his rookie year, and I've talked about this before, but it impressed me a lot back in the day with this guy. And the fact is, you know, he was with um, he was on the field against Baltimore, and they were down to a third and five. And the situation was such that he jumped off sides on a third and five. You get Lamar Jackson in a third and five situation. You're like, okay, you, you feel good about your opportunities there to keep him from converting. And, boom, you jump off sides and you give him a first down. Well, you turn around and, and – um, you know, I, I know that uh, Cam gave him like a face belt. You know, you look to see in the huddle, and it's like, wow. You know what I mean? But he did not go and sulk. He didn't hide. He didn't, you know, he just he stayed in there. And he came off with a big interception the next play on Nick Boyle down the field, the tight end, with a great job of picking off a, a pass off of him. But this is the type of resiliency I've seen in this young man, and we're going to expect to see more because his last outing was not great against Cincinnati. Nobody's outing was great against Cincinnati. I mean, let's face it. That's the way it was. But certainly you're going to need him to step up and be a more active participant, bringing guys into the dirt, pounding the dirt with this guy, Devin Bush. He's got to make more of an impact.
2: Well, and 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 the, sl- the slate's clean, right? But yes. When everybody has a bad game, guess what? Yes, <laughs> your baseline is set. So when you do have some good things, it's going to even reverberate even more. It's going to make more of more of waves because they're like, man, they're they're bad. Oh, this isn't the Steelers. Everybody wants to count it out, but you go at, go out there and have a good showing, and other guys have a good showing. Guess what? It elevates everyone. So now it's like, okay, now they got they got some dogs at each layer, right? We, we don't have to really question this middle area because. I'm sure Green Bay is looking at us as the Steelers the same way that you're viewing them. Well, linebackers can be had. <laughs> That's what the the mindset is right now. Right. And so why not go out there and a- answer it and put an exclamation point on this and shut down the middle of the field, which is what Devin Bush can and has done before. We just need, and now he has a compliment in Joe Schobert. Who can go out there and do it? Or Robert Spillane. Like you have a good core of guys that you could rotate through at the interior linebacker position. So go out there and show it. There's nothing left. There's nothing left to save it for except for to play your best on Sunday and to do it in an environment where they expect you to not play well.
3: No question about it. I think there's an opportunity here to have really those two guys come to shine. You know, and and the guy that – I always enjoy Robert Spillane too, because one of the things I love about Robert Spillane is he has some great run down big hits. You know those big hits, those downhill bangs. When you see him shoot the gap and fly through and beat the, the, you know, be able to get the run through, um, that's I. Those are big moments, and I understand he's got some limitations uh, as far as you know it goes with, you know, in coverage and things of that nature. But he still has a lot of stuff that he can add to the inside game. Especially you know tackle to tackle, one of the things he really excels at is that downhill bang
2: yeah, yeah I mean and, and why 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 not, not why not put the five head out there right you know you, you always talk about the we, we, we used to call it because because Lawrence Timmons was excellent at it right right we used to call we used to call lt lowbrow right lowbrow. The low brow, right? right. It's, it, it's one of those where it's like, okay, this is a thick-headed <laughs> dude, right? Because he's going to attack you. And then when he hits you, it hurts. That thump is something to be to be known. Uh, and so you want to just put the low brow on him. Every <laughs> once in a while, just let him know you're still here, right? You know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the knuckle-dragging type of thing. Exactly. are not, not saying he's a Neanderthal. <laughs> but he has some very primitive movements. We, you know,
3: you remember you remember Joe DeLamalier from the Buffalo Bill Hall yeah. of Fame guard uh-huh. played for Cleveland and everything. This the nickname they they had cuz he had like a a magnon forehead. They called it the log. They said they they said when Joe, when Joe head buddy, he put the log on you. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Oh yeah. And no. with Tunch,
3: it was hey, yeah. always the unibrow. I always used to kill him and go, "You got that unibrow <laughs> thing going on?" I always knew when Tunch was ready to start throwing punches, because the unibrow would come together as one big and thing. Furl. Yeah, it would be a big furl, man. You know, you know. Okay, it's about to start. Whatever is going to happen is about to start.
2: Striking. This is this is pre UFC. This is how the UFC got started, right? It's just, we're ready to throw hands. Let it fly. Best on best, right there.
3: Absolutely, no question about it. So I feel good about the fact you got showbert and you got Devin Bush, and the fact that Devin's getting back and he's getting back into you know that swing of things. It takes a while coming on, overcoming a knee injury for a. A unicorn. I mean, let's face it. The guy is – his physical attributes put him in that unicorn category where everyone will like, go, wow. You know I mean? He's, he's got that something-something that separates him from so many other guys in that unicorn category. But for him to overcome a bum wheel, you know, blowing out the ACL and coming back off that, it, I think it's, it's harder on a guy that's got all those spectacular attributes to overcome that sort of thing because the limitations he's got to feel initially – um, would really kind of resonate with them more so than us normal average human beings.
2: Yeah, no, I mean it, it, it's always it's always in the back of your mind. I mean, as a guy who had an ACL and then kind of got thrust back into the season, right? You know, yep. I took it, I took it during that during the Denver playoff game. You know, Tebow's only great game in his career. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then to come back the third preseason game, you know, and play and start. It's something that's going to be in the back of your mind, but the more reps you do it, the less it's ringing in the back of your mind. The more it starts to subside into the back of your mind because it's breeding confidence. So every play is out there; it's going to give him more and more confidence. And especially, you start making plays. That's going to that's going that's going to heal all of those doubts in the back of your mind. So just let it fly and let it go, and let's see Devin Bush dominate on sunday
3: i like it my friend thank you for a great day here in the locker room i'll see you in green bay my friend
2: see you in green bay bud
3: all right to everybody else thank you for joining us in the locker room we'll be back god willing uh, on tuesday because monday we'll still be in transit or something like that but hey all you got to know is steelers 425 in lambeau be there be square nanu nanu we're out of here